It's what a time to be dead. The only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, what a time to be dead. And now, Patsick Monahan, Kill Bubadoro, and Screamly Boudin. I think this is the equivalent of the, yeah, 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 uh, folks. Welcome to One Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the things each week to make you say the thing. That's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Screamly Boudin. <laughs> screamly Boudin. I, I'm Extremely Boudin. Look, since that was a custom one, I didn't think that it would go for another <laughs> minute. So I wanted to get oh. our money, you know, okay? You know, I, that, that's what I think I'm, it was reasonable of me to think it was yeah. going to end at some point. Uh, it's fine. You did great. When Shelby commissioned it, he did this just to stick it to me. Obviously, <laughs> that's what that's my interpretation. Uh, before we talk about how good that was, let me introduce our guest. Uh, author of the new book, We Promised You a Great Main Event and an Authorized WWE History. It's Bill Hanstock, everybody. Or Kill Hanshock. Yeah, that's, that's true. exactly what I was going to I was going to go with Chill Hanshock. Yeah. <laughs> it all works. Yeah, sadly, I, this year I cannot have a custom uh, Halloween name on my Twitter because I have a book out this week. So <laughs> people are just going to be able to find me. the byline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go, I this- do. I I love that intro, but I will say, like, I get where you were going with Boobadoro, but it mm. just sounds like it's about boobs. It's it doesn't sound like it's scary. It should be yeah, like, it's like a Daily Mail headline about Badoro. you or something. I mean, like- as as a uh, a preteen who developed early, that's not uh, a new nickname that has been <laughs> appointed. Check to Check out me. the Bobos on Super Freak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like the phrase "developed early" is supposed to be like clinical and not weird, but it's, it's we so should gross. we need to stop using it. Also, <laughs> it's very upsetting. There has to be something else to say. <laughs> early onset jugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, much more. That's much more kind. I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it did. So it did. It, it. I had a little flashback in that in that moment, but. uh yeah, I love our I love our spooky intro. I'm a big fan yeah. big fan of the uh the little like witch laugh at the end or like yeah, the skeleton like, <laughs> laugh just kinda in there. Like, yeah, spooky. Laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and obviously we didn't use it uh the past couple weeks uh due to recent events. Uh it could have been extremely ill timed uh if we'd put it out. Extremely Yeah, that's right. Extremely kill time. Yeah. Kill timed. Chimes are kinda scary. What was that? Hot? <laughs> it was just hot. Yeah. Just Sorry the, the, the same guy him, who did the, 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 the scary voiceover just saying, hot! It's like, okay. Yeah, He's enough. proud of himself for yeah. doing a good Haunted. job. Haunted! Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> you know, it's it's a real shame that Vincent Price passed before he could be featured on a lot of mixtapes, because that would be something that Man. I would have really enjoyed. He did do Thriller, mm-hmm. though, so... Was, yeah, uh, I know, but I just want to hear him like, you know, he's like, well, I, don't, I don't know if I could do a Vincent Price. He's like, pop that was, smoke. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay. That was yeah. like a recurring uh, bit on Harmontown for like two years where they would do a freestyle rap and then 
uh, either Dan or Jeff would do like a Vincent Price breakdown in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And it would, it would always just be Dan going, spiders, snakes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I what love the graveyard that, that, did you find this in? <laughs> this is a... The, Eli's Mummies! <laughs> it's just like, damned, son, because he's yeah. damned yeah. to hell. Like super old Vincent Price is either in dire enough financial straits or just loves mixtape hip hop. It's one or the other, or maybe both. That he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. All right, yeah. He's tell on. Me what to he's say. on Dat Piff every day. Vincent <laughs> Price. Uh, my my great grandson told me to do this. Drop some science on them, Takashi. <laughs> Yeah. Little Zan. <laughs> is that like, one? Is that a guy? Lil Zan? Yeah. yeah. Lil Zan? I'm, it's I'm, uh, it's, con- it's a controversial. <laughs> I'm sure the music know. is really good based on just his whole deal. That's my, that's uh, sorry, that's my old beef, guy take beef on him. Beef brewing, beef stew being stirred <laughs> by Patty Mo. Usually Xanax makes people really um, creative. Like rapping while laying down. That's sort of what I'm yeah, imagining. Just just ask uh, Casey Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the other thing is that Lil Zay was like he's like super young. Like he's like oh, he's seventeen. So it's like Lil Zay and it's like, okay, well if you're actually doing Xanax, we're gonna call CPS. <laughs> like you need to be kinda clear about this. He also has a lot of face tattoos. I would say the parenting maybe not. I'm not gonna criticize them. I would say have let, let him get less face tattoos. Until, <laughs> until maybe he's eighteen, <laughs> or at least something else. When you're eighteen, you can get as many face tattoos as you want. That's a good legally, policy, yes. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's just a that that whole. It's just not for me. That's that's something I'm comfortable face tattoos. Siloing, not for- my, siloing myself off from <laughs> as a. You know. It'd be so fucking gross if you were like, yeah, I love Lil Xan. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, <laughs> go <Yeah>. away. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? We're gonna get beset upon by Zan fans. Little, the Just little coming at the it's teens. Will, the kids like, will save us. Got yeah, it. it's fine to like Lil Zan. I'm just saying it would be gross if Patrick Monahan liked Lil Zan. Monazan. Like that would be mm-hmm. Patrick Monazan. That would be Patrick bad. Monastan of the Zan, Lil Zan. If fan. if Lil Zan's fans don't refer to themselves as Zaniacs, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> the Anazaniacs. Uh, they love. <laughs> Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. They're coming the, back. The SoundCloud rap remake of Animaniacs. Yeah. I just hope, I hope if they, when they bring the Animaniacs back, they, they bring them back as like what Animaniacs was, which is like fun and goofy, and it's not some weird like, Animaniacs as a statement. And it's like, no, no I don't. It's like based Animaniacs on the gritty reboot. <laughs> not based even on the, the new trailer, thing. it seems like it's pretty faithful. Yeah. yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, hopefully. I, you know. Who knows? Who knows? I just want I just want to see people hit each other with a mallet and flatten out and then pop back up. That's what <laughs> yeah. I the, like. The hips the hipster thing currently is uh you know Animaniacs was never good. Oh yeah. Is that the oh. contrarian opinion yeah. that's the new <laughs> yeah. one that just dropped? <laughs> what? Yeah. Tra- Chapo Trap House is just fucking lighting them up. <laughs> <laughs> Ripping them apart. <laughs> Look, we've started nah, beef with Lil Xan. Cool. We can't handle Chapo and Lil Xan. <laughs> yeah, I'm, dis- I'm disavowing <laughs> that immediately. Yeah, not uh, in the same week. Yeah. We can't. No, I, build the wolves. Um, Get him out no, of here. I, yeah, I, I, it looks like it's going to be. Uh, I mean, it looks like it's going to be fun. I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, Pinky in the Brain is exciting to me personally. Oh yeah. I just want to hear somebody do an extended Orson Welles impression. For, you know, yeah, that has. Oh, is he supposed to be Orson Welles? Yeah. I never knew that. 
I just I mean, I don't a, know if he's supposed to be Orson Welles, but, it's just but the, the voice. voice is yeah. is yeah, it's the Orson same Welles. voice that the guy, I think it's the same voice actor did when he did yeah, uh Phil Lamar or yeah, Phil, when he did the yeah. in the critic when he did the it's the same like yeah, rosebud yeah. frozen peas. It's definitely the same yes. voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, did in you my guys defense, ever see that um that documentary about voice actors that was on Netflix? It's very good. Yeah, I highly recommend. Which yeah. one? No, I don't think so. It's really good. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the only documentary about voice actors. It's called uh, like I know that voice or something. Let's see. Yeah, voice acting is very. I know that voice. Yes. Yeah. I know that yeah. Voice. Phil uh, Lamar does a shit ton of voice acting. If you guys haven't That's... seen it, Phil Lamar has been reenacting stuff during quarantine, and he did the Orson Welles P commercial like live action him at home. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's good. I, I don't know. Like I don't know as that much about Orson Welles I feel like I don't know him as, a, as much of like a touchstone as other people but I did see some some interview clips of him recently that that rule of him just being like like a, a huge dick in a good way yeah sort of thing is that with the Elliot Kazan thing where he was just like he's a mm-hmm. he's a traitor and then at the end he's like but he is a good director let me make that clear like, that <laughs> yeah. was and one yeah. about John Landis where he's like I hope someone kills him <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah I mean the, the the like the end of his career stuff like like those, like the real versions of those ads that they make fun of in the critic are so funny because they're it's just, amazing. He's just like Paul Masson wine, like, sent, like no wine. The wine before one where he's time. drunk, yeah, yes. is so ah, good. The French champagne. Uh, the, uh, I, if you can find the little transcript of the John Lannis one, it's very funny because it's mixed with like like the 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 other one is like clear about like someone doing something you know it's like a McCarthy shit, but the John Lannis is a he doesn't like him because of obviously he killed some kids, and then b he doesn't like him just because he keeps giving him notes and he talks about he's like he's like Landis keeps calling me and telling me how to do my movies I don't care and then he's like apparently he called which is crazy that. The day that John Landis was indicted, he called Orson Welles with more notes on Orson Welles' movies. He's like, <laughs> so he's not a fan of him. He like, instead of a sled, maybe maybe the apple didn't more fall far from the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that I did. I talk about. I must have talked about that on this. The podcast Max Landis about fake wrestling girlfriend. The fake girlfriend. I, one that's of, who we got about four or five episodes on. One of the best <laughs> things that's ever happened on the internet to me is the Max Landis fake girlfriend uh, posting on a wrestling forum story. Just yeah. so good. Um, the, Orson Welles, someone tweeted about him the other day that uh, a, a thought that I had never considered before, but I think is very true. They were like, Orson what like mainstream media doesn't want you to know about Orson Welles because uh, he's he as he got fatter got hotter he like went against the system and uh, mm. <laughs> I think that is a hundred percent true he like got more like sexually charismatic the bigger he got and then by the end he was just a huge drunk man selling you champagne and it ruled yeah I really recommend F for fake uh, which you can find on if you have Criterion Channel, if you're an, an oh, yeah. uh, intelligent, refined man like myself. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Orson Welles's like quasi documentary about illusion and hell yeah, uh, and con artists basically. And oh, it's like shit. It very very heavily features like sixty whatever year old Orson Welles's like twenty three year old girlfriend at the time. Uh, and yeah, that, he, that's the like, one. Yeah. Uh, one point claims she's like Picasso's granddaughter or something. Oh yeah, that's the one, like that's half the one of F for fake is fake, and it's very good. <laughs> mm. That's the one where he 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 like looks into the camera at one point. They're like eating and they're st- about to start a scene, and he's like, 
Yes, bring me the steak au poivre. Like it's just like <laughs> yes. and it's for like, <laughs> that. Like steak that's a Tom poivre. Sharpling uh, had an extended thing about that. But just yeah, just the <laughs> idea that like he's starting a scene. You could very easily have cut that part. It has nothing to do nope. with what's going on, and it's just bring me the steak au poivre. A that's perfect like, food for him to. I imagine he only ate steak au poivre. Yeah, he's just for a like every meal. Like that's, that's why it certainly will get you quite fat. <laughs> it's also a very funny, like off the cuff order sort of thing. Yeah. It's like if you're gonna eat like something like steak au poivre, just like you center your day around that because it's gonna knock you out. But he's just like, oh, a bit of steak au poivre. I don't really know what his voice sounds like, but that's what I imagine. He's one of those voices I he know more like, from uh, impressions of him than I do. He sounds like the brain. Yeah, they'll take we'll bring it back to the beginning. The, the brand, the, the brain. brain, pinky and the brain. Oh, oh yes, pinky right, and the brain. Right, 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 right. fame. Shall we do numbers? About- uh, I think we can. Sure. That was a karate chop of a transition. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> been, <laughs> it's been 15 minutes, and we circled back around to Animaniacs. Uh, so, you know, I'm doing some producing. Number five. <laughs> oh, my God. We got a scary we guy for the numbers. That was like spooky <laughs> numbers. <laughs> well, it went from, like, Power Rangers to spooky. <laughs> it was, like, Megazord getting summoned, and then, and then we got the spooky. Well, I think so, I think yes, that yeah. was in reference to my karate chop of a transition was the oh. Power Rangers, and then we got spooky. Oh, okay. Spooky numbers. I thought they were one together. <laughs> I never noticed how thin the line is between Sports Center update and Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a very similar vibe. Just beating up a, like the Dan Patrick beating up a million of those putty guys that just suck. Uh, just. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the worst henchman of any Look really bad TV show. They never get or... any. They never get any hits on anybody. Like they like they get somebody like clear? this. If they touch each other, they like disappear. Right? Yeah. Well, they're they're made <laughs> that of, sucks. They, they, that's their that's their purpose is just to be chum in the water. They're not going to get anything done. They're just to gum up the works. It's like let's throw a wave of these guys at the Power Rangers so we can d- distract them while we finish summoning the giant crab. That's why they're called putties, because they gum up the works. I think they're made of putty. They're clay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's because they're made of pieces of David Putty from Seinfeld. Mm. They slice off small small stem cells. They take his stem cells and they grow putties. Now all I want to do is just write stuff about (laughs) the Foot Clan and the putties and like the Cobra Army all like unionizing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if they did do that, the putties would definitely be like... Not offering a lot, you know. It's a, the Foot Clan are like trained ninjas, and then there's like you know, like a, like militarily trained people, and then the putties are, they're just like oh, there's some sort of like weird clay. Yeah, the putties are like no dental. <laughs> yeah. There would be some sectarian strife in that union, I think, if they all if they all tried to uh, unite around a common purpose. There'd be there'd yeah, be some just, problems. Just like DSA meetings, but with Foot Clan guys and putties, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, all the all the putties just like yelling about Robert's rules. It's a nightmare. No, <laughs> no one Look, wants that. Say what you will about the putties. They have a consistent message. Okay? They understand <laughs> there's not a lot of strife within the putty uh organization. Um I mean well, they like, like all of Rita's all of Rita's henchmen could unionize and then be like, Oh, you can't grow gigantic though we get a rep down here. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That that would probably work. Yeah, um, yeah but the, you know the villains are all in lockstep, so you know they they're not going to have any problem just agreeing on whatever mo- the most inhumane <laughs> conditions possible. So mm. probably need a fresh number five. To <laughs> anyway, number five. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. Um, so this story uh, comes to us from uh, the internet, not a place, because um, it was uh, from an online conference, this story. Um, there was a, a the Society of Vertebrate Paleontology, or SVP, um, has an annual meeting for a week every year where people present uh, about, you know, vertebrate paleontology and uh they decided this year obviously because of the pandemic they were going to run um this conference online um and uh you know everyone was was presumably down and and ready to uh to do this but they used um this like platform to hold this virtual meeting uh called convey services was the vendor of this um like conferencing software and uh it turns out it came with a prepackaged naughty word filter according to uh, a paleontologist that was how she described it and uh at this paleontology conference it turned out uh they couldn't say the word bone because it was censored <laughs> as a dirty word which naturally threw a bit of a wrench in the proceedings um there was a bunch of stuff that was like uh filtered out as well like they couldn't say hell they couldn't say um uh, hell sort of makes sense if you're like very like you know draconian with your kids but bone is bone is a little weird there's so many ways you might say bone even outside of paleontology (laughs) (laughs) also it's very funny because like so hell is censored and apparently there's a lot of um there are a lot of fossils at a place called Hell Creek, yeah. so they couldn't talk about it, so they kept just calling it Heck Creek, which is very funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> they also couldn't discuss the famous uh, prehistoric animal, the Hell Pig, one of my yeah. favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the conference on the Hell Pig was a, a real mess. So um, what, what would happen when they said the bad word? It, it would just like, would it like, like or would it like, like just bleep out or something? Yeah, just like, do it asterisks. sent an alert to everyone that someone was being bad. <laughs> was there was an alarm. Cuss alarm. <laughs> they had to PayPal five uh, twenty five cents to the swear jar to continue the conference. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's the coal software shut down until you PayPal twenty five cents yeah. to the swear jar. Is it is it asterisk? Is it, like I doubt it's one of these. You know, some places do like <laughs> replacement words and stuff, but um, those those th- would be fun. I think it just wouldn't send. Like it just wouldn't allow you to. send. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <It's just> like. <laughs> Um, Being censored I'll, by big tech. I can't talk about bones. Yeah. Another, like, kind of funny, like, just when you when you think about these kind of algorithms and their cultural bias, um, one of the people involved in this conference tweeted that um, Wang is censored. You can't say Wang, but you can say Johnson. And both of those are last names, just in different cultures, but that also mean dick. So it's very yeah. funny that, like, one is, one is censored and one is not. I mean, um, any of these, like... You're censoring words that were, would be the words you would use around a kid if, like, because you're not allowed to curse. <laughs> right. yeah. So it's just like it doesn't make can any you, sense. Can you say "dick"? I, I probably not, but I'll also like I don't know how much they're saying "dick" at the. Also, like, who someone's name? D- you know, someone's dick. Name. Yeah. Dick. It would just be funny if they were like, "I can't believe this paleontology conference. I can't say cock or something." It's like <laughs> the Tyrannos- yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We found a Tyrannosaurus cock in the lake. <laughs> Down in Hell Lake, God, and 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 colleagues in summation, we all we all have one question about the latest find. That dick, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of baculum we sit? We talking here? 
Um, is that the penis bone? Yes. Baculum? Nice. Remember we found that store in New York that would sell us raccoon penis bones? Oh, yeah. I know. We never went. I hope I, they're, went. I hope they're doing okay. <laughs> in coronavirus? Yeah, I hope. I don't know. <laughs> Did I, any I, of you remember to make pe- a Scott Baculum joke? <laughs> yeah, the raccoon. Pe- uh, no, I, I I went. I was it was before I was hanging out before I went to something else. And I was I was right around the corner, so I hanging went and kind of saw the stuff. They sell mm-hmm. like human skulls and stuff. It's a weird. It's a wild place. Yeah, yeah. I remember because we were looking at their catalog and we noticed that they sell they were selling the skulls by race, and we were like very upset by that. Yes, <laughs> like, didn't like that. So you know what? Maybe I don't wish them well in COVID. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're it's like the nature. Shirt. It's like the nature company. Okay, does anyone remember the nature company? That's it's you know. Did they sell skulls by race? No, I was just, you know, they sell, that was just a, a place I used to go in the mall and then prepare a pitch for my mom uh, of what it, rock I should be allowed to buy or whatever <laughs> that would be. Which little, which, which 3D puzzle of a parrot? I feel like I may have gone to something similar. <laughs> I don't, I don't think stuff. the West Coast got the nature company. No, uh, I think there were a bunch of them, but, but, yeah, uh, they, it, got, but they got bought by Discovery too. Channel and then they oh, become Discovery okay. Channel stores. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. Right. And they always like pivoted to DVDs instead of like, it's one of those, it's one of those things that got like, learning. Yeah, it got like shockingly, it happened like shockingly earlier than I thought. Like, it, like it's a memory that I would have thought went through high school, but like apparently, like the sale was in like '96 or something. I forget. I remember I looked it up recently because I, I have a lot going on. Because um, Patty's life <laughs> fucking ended that day. He was so devastated. <laughs> He was like, look, "What? What is this going to do to the price of the rocks I want?" Look, I don't know the full <laughs> demos of this of this show uh, in terms of listeners, but anyone who's over the age of, let's say, I don't know, thirty three, uh, remembers the Nature Company and, and probably has fond memories from the mall of going to the Nature Company. Okay, I mean, yeah, I'm thirty. I think I remember it. I feel I like it was it. one of the. Just say that I'm Shelby not. Shelby does not agree. Shelby I'm does not, not agree. With Eli's memories. <laughs> no, he doesn't know the Nature Company. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I, I feel like I remember the Nature Company because it's also one of the stores that I was like more allowed to just f- fuck around in. Where like you know, at a certain point, my mom would be like, "Get out of fucking EB Games, you're done." And then be like, yeah. "All right, I'm gonna go ahead, build little 3D mm-hmm. puzzles of like." I feel like there are a lot of 3D puzzles. Are they still around? So make a little tower of pizza out of uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, it was. It was a better than going to like look at the expensive Marvel cards at like the comic place. You know, yeah. in terms of places in the mall. Um, I feel yeah. like the Nature Company was where you would go when you were still of the age that you were a little too scared to go into Hot Topic. Like Hot Topic <laughs> seems scary. So I think this might yeah. yeah. There's a gap. Nature Companies, yeah. It was yeah, or Spencer's yeah one yeah yeah. It's like, but oh, Spencer's like- is like I remember when I was a really little kid, I was so scared of Spencer's because they put around Halloween they'd put all the Halloween masks in the window, and a lot of them were scary. And uh, five year old me was not okay with that. Really upset about it. Wouldn't go. My parents would be like, "It's not Halloween. They don't have those in the windows anymore." And I'd be like, "I'm not going near that store. I don't want to uh, see it. It's too scary." I'm, if I were I'm your parents. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Right. I'm super old. So <laughs> in my hometown, there was not a nature company in our mall. I know there were like Discovery Channel stores in other malls when I got a little bit older. So I probably missed the nature company just where I was. But like in, in my mall, there wasn't a Hot Topic yet. We didn't get a Hot Topic until I was like 20. But uh, there was one place called International Imports. Uh, that was, I, I know now, a head shop. But they mm. sold metal and band and beavis and butthead shirts mm-hmm. so like oh, yeah. every kid and posters so like every kid would like just go to the mall and like look at the put like if the, it was on the right hand side we'd look at all the posters look at all the cool shirts but like 
the the row you had to walk down to get to the shirts was all bongs and then like the next row over was like all dildos so like <laughs> it's this head and sex toy shop that was just full of kids all day long <laughs> <laughs> that is like such a weird combo i used to have a joke uh back when we did stand up comedy uh, about like how the how bad the vibe in a head shop is and like mm. i never <laughs> What like why the combination like why can you buy a vibrator at a head shop like I don't who wants that who's who's combining errands with that I, feel like I think it's, it's just everything illicit yeah like, it's just seedy to me like and it's just honestly icky. it's it's probably like an option for some people that are like they can at least pretend they're buying a bong instead of. <laughs> You know, I like guess. a fucking dildo or like a fucking pocket pussy or I whatever think it's also they're buying. Like people who people who smoke weed fuck. So like you sure. know you're gonna catch those people. Go on. <laughs> like no. I don't need a bong today, but I am gonna fuck later. It's also right. it's also the perfect store if you're somebody who wants to buy a bong and then fuck it with a dildo. It's true. Done in one bag, bring it <laughs> home. Who among us? <laughs> yeah, it is um, like at least like the sh- the shapes are similar, so you could put whatever you got in a bag and pretend it's the other thing. I feel like yeah, like uh, I I guess though like bongs are like comically huge if they were <laughs> sex toys, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just think- like things that I feel like I see a silhouette of and I'm immediately embarrassed for yeah. whoever has them. Well, I feel like I remember like any of those sort of stores were like same thing. That's where you got cool t-shirts and it was yep. like every time you went in there, the you the per, like the person working the counter would be so uncomfortable that a kid was in the store also because <laughs> they had to deal with like some 12 year old like counting out quarters to buy their Beavis and Butthead shirt and they'd be like, oh yeah, like as if it was illegal or something. <laughs> no, International saying, Imports had a dude who worked the back t-shirt counter and then yeah. a dude who worked the front where everyone would buy bongs and like the dude in the front did not fucking care ever no one ever looked up when you entered the store yeah and then the guy in the back was like busy doing i don't know whatever like printing custom t-shirts so like if you wanted a metallica shirt he'd have to like come over the counter and be like what do you want oh i remember like, those like the the, yeah. the printing the shirt printing there was a place Shirt-tink. in boston yeah, the garment district, we used to go do that, get, like, custom <laughs> shirts made. But it's weird to me, too, that, like, if you're going to have that store with those combinations of things, <laughs> why put the dildos and the bongs in the front of the T-shirts and the posters? Like, why make That's everyone true. walk through that part? Zoning. I have some z- <laughs> zoning. Headshot yeah. interior zoning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, they're hoping they're hoping you'll stare at a Bob Marley poster long enough that you'll need a bong on your way back out. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad strategy, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was, was going to say, like, the, the thing that's funny about that is that versus, like, you know, the places where I'd hang out. Like, yeah, like, like Patty was saying, looking at, like, expensive Marvel cards. It's like, what's weird is that those, like, those sort of, like, card hobby shops, some of them were, but a lot of them were surprisingly, like, I would almost be more fine with my kid hanging out in like the metal t-shirt store than in like <laughs> the like competitive card game shop where I'm like, look, I don't need some like 40 year old scamming you out of your cards. Like, don't do this. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, and plus people who, you know, uh, want a one hitter that looks like you're smoking. The bowl is like Mr. Burns's head. You know, those yeah. people buy a lot of t-shirts, obviously. Yeah. So I, I need a pickle <laughs> Rick. 
uh, Chillum. <laughs> Whatever the fuck people are I, I'm just going to guess that, like, nowadays, like, card shops are, like, breeding grounds for, like, incels, MRAs, QAnon. Oh, probably. People getting radicalized at, uh, yeah. at those, for sure. Well, I remember, like, there, there's also, it was so weird, but there were legitimately people, some of those that, like, if a young kid, like, this is, it's, it's not as bad as it sounds right now, but if, like, a young kid <laughs> opened up a binder of, like, magic cards or Pokemon cards, a bunch of old, like, dudes would, like, swarm them, because, not because they were being creepy, but because they were going to scam them, because they knew yeah. that yeah. they did not know the value of the cards that they had. Mm-hmm. So it'd just be, right. like, some old dude be like, mm, blistering fire cat, huh? Well, it's not a very cool card, unlike this shiny card, and then they'd, like... <laughs> You know, just like scam them out of and the kids, just like I don't know how to play anything. Well, Black like, Lotus, not, huh? That's no good. You can't use yeah. that for nothing. It's <laughs> not, not even only, a creature. Why would you want it? <laughs> it can't attack. Not only yeah. do kids not know the value of the cards, kids don't know the value of money. So, like, it's really easy because, like, a kid thinks twenty dollars is like all the money in the world. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I I think that has changed a little bit with kids now but like i still think depending on the age and the type of kid like you can get them to think that if you're giving them a hundred dollars for something they're not going to need a job later in life you well know? it's like anytime i ever sold anything at that shop like for for kids it was like the currency when i was at the shop selling cards or anything was never even in dollars it was in booster packs because i was like <laughs> i can sell this card and then i get to open eight of my little treats i get to open fucking, yeah. you know like opening I mean, it's because it's gambling, and it's the same problem with loot boxes now, which is it's just absolutely gambling. It's gambling, but, yeah. But, um, I mean, it's a little less gambling. Cards are a little less gambling because there's no, like, you're not going to resell them. I don't know, it's, but it is gambling. But, yeah, like, when opening a booster pack as a kid is, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just the closest you can get to gambling, and then you don't know what yeah. that feeling is. So you're like, I don't know what this is, but I love love this feeling of uncertainty and danger in my my finances. By yeah, it's a good a thing they pack. never came up with like a Magic the Gathering branded scratch ticket because that would have yeah. been uh, ruined a lot of people once they turned eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's basically what the booster packs are. Is like, yeah. Yeah. I have a, are I have you going to scratch off a card MTG. worth more than three twenty five and <laughs> recoup your losses or not? Um, yeah. Yeah, I have Bill. some some bad memories about MTG uh, when I was a kid about getting kind of conned out of some stuff. But anyway, we're, sorry, this number I think we're, we were talking about Ken Bone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. It was about Ken Bone. Bone. Who's uh, he voting for? We got to. He's got to get convinced. People care about this. Get him back on the I, phone. I can't decide. They're both the same. <laughs> no, well, I think he's, I think he's voting for the Libertarian. So thanks, thanks, thanks as always for playing, Ken. We appreciate. Yeah. it. <laughs> We've replaced the canceled presidential debate with a new new series called Phone the Bone. We call Ken Bone and see who he what he thinks about stuff. Just get his take on it. What was it? I don't fun. even remember why he got famous. What did he? <laughs> that's us calling Ken Bone, I, I guess. Mean, he would have a Nokia. That's also an extremely 90s mall sound. That's, yeah, a, that's an audio, audio time absolutely machine. has a hip holster. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, mommy's almost here. Ken Bone got we famous because he was an undecided voter. During yeah. The yeah. Didn't Trump he say, or just because his he name was, was funny. He that was in it? a town hall and he looked funny, funny and his name was yeah. Ken Bone and he asked a question. Everyone was and like, he, oh my God, this guy. And he wore a red sweater, and then he got, yeah. and he did an ad from Izod or whatever with the same red sweater. Um, and now he's back. Wears it was that back red before everything. Cameo. Yeah. Oh man, he did an well, ad for Izod. Was Colin Jost also in it and doing his <laughs> Izod spokesperson duties? Yes, that would be dude. a that would be a page I'd tear out of a magazine and burn it. They're Colin Jost just together. is Izod made man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, good luck to these paleontologists. Uh, <laughs> I think they figured it out. Uh, I, I, you Is know. there a way to turn it off? You'd certainly hope so. They had to like contact the company and have the company. <laughs> well, and the company had to do it one word at a time, apparently. So they were like changing it while they were like finding new words. Did they get this- like christian like is it like christian software like it's well, so the, weird the name of the software they gave i've never heard of in my fucking life which is that's the weirdest part is it like what is it called a like convex com- communication it was or something? it was that's the name of the company that provided the software i don't know what the software was called it was like convey services yeah or convey, it's probably like, some industry like tell business teleconferencing type thing maybe but it's like i i'd never heard i guess we use zoom or whatever but you, i also feel like there had to be someone who just was like you know, before they're, they're like, all right, everyone download Convey. And somebody was like, can we just fucking use Zoom? And they're like, yeah. no, Convey is better. And then as soon as they get in, they're like, oh, we can't say bone? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely what happened. Yeah, good research. Thanks for finding this this uh, weird third party. Just fucking Linux ass chat. Get a life. <laughs> It's like, yeah. Frank, there are so many messages that I've been typing out to tell you what I think of you that will not send <laughs> using this service. I, have a, I just have a 36 in the chamber just ready to go as soon as we get to a, a chat that will allow them. You're a real <laughs> blank head, Frank. Okay. That, which is the worst head. thing you can call somebody at a paleontology conference is a bonehead. It's devastating. Yeah. <laughs> it is the worst. The that's gravest the, insult. You have the brain of a stegosaurus, sir. And that's the, like that's that's like you know insulting someone's mother or slapping them with a white glove, you know, and then you have to actually have a duel. Yeah, uh, it probably tells you you slap them with the uh, a, a hand, a, a bone hand from the history. That's how they started. That's right, a bone duel. hand. Bone hand. Speaking Number of four. Bones, hands, spooky. Number four. Uh, number four comes to us. Oh, uh, did we say the bone can't, uh, the bone story came to us from Tup? Did we say that? We did so. not. Thank you for reminding me. Tup um, in the Discord. Thank you. And uh, number four comes to us from uh, Iguana Helium Cube, uh, returning champ uh, in the Discord. Um, this one uh, is, a, is a story that we were concerned about earlier in the week, but we got a, a happy ending to it, um, or at least relatively so. Um, there was a uh, an elderly lemur. Uh, named Maki, who uh, was 21 years old, um, and he was missing from a San Francisco zoo. Um, I guess he uh, and they, they thought someone took him, and they were worried about finding him. They found him. He was just, uh, I guess, at a playground. Yeah. And uh, how long was he a, missing for? Um, hang on. Not that long. It was like a yeah, day, day or two. It, yeah, a couple days. Um, and they they had they had rewards. Uh, or you know, rewards up twenty one hundred dollar reward, one hundred dollar uh, for every year Maki lived. Uh, or w- has such has an lived. insane way to offer That's, that. So that strange. sounds like it's a fucking ransom. <laughs> yeah. like, like we'll keep uh, him alive for a hundred more dollars. You'll get, you'll get twelve dollars, one for every ring on his beautiful tail. <laughs> yeah, that was. I was like this weird tree ring ma- mathematics that they're doing about how much he's worth. I do uh, like it. It does seem like in a. I feel like in a movie. When someone is like missing, they are always found sitting on a park bench feeding pigeons. That's like yeah. where you go when you need to think, and that's what the yeah. lemur was doing. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. There's a pic- there's a picture I put in the in the or there's a tweet that has a he was found at a it's from this guy <laughs> at my kid's daycare, Hope Lutheran <laughs> in Daly City, and it's just him just kind of like Ugh, like in the like um, he's you like know, galloping. 
He's on. He's on the. Pa- there's like a pathway that's like asphalt right before you get those like little squares that make up the playground, like the kind of softer stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like I guess kids can fall. This on is absolutely whatever. the reverse angle of the ah shit. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, that's that's why I love the story so much is because it really is, especially him being an elderly lemur, and for them to be like, yeah, we found him sitting on a swing. Like, and then you just kind of imagine them not even, I mean, there's a picture and they put him in a, a kennel or whatever, but just like, just gently leading him back to the zoo with, by the hand and just be like, come yeah. on, Mackie, come on. I, I gotta <laughs> say, as, as, as someone who has lived in San Francisco many times and grew up near San Francisco, like, Daly City ain't that far from the San Francisco Zoo, but it's fucking far for a lemur. <laughs> <laughs> At lemur speed? Yeah. Yeah. A 21-year-old lemur? Like what well, were you that, doing? Yeah, I mean, I like, guess skitching behind a car on a little table. <laughs> the yeah. picture of the lemur is also very good. Like in the so you sent us a picture of the lemur at the kids' daycare, but it's linked to a like a more of like a headshot, like a lemur yes. headshot, and <laughs> uh, he has these like. I, I guess those are his ears, but they're like these white tufts of hair, and he looks—he looks like Polly Walnuts. He, look, like, he looks like, would, yes. would, say, he looks like—he looks like Heihachi from Tekken. Well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, I was gonna go with Doctor Wiley, but Heihachi's even better. <laughs> yeah, this I was is, gonna um, go with Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this this lemur actually kicked his uh, his lemur son off of a cliff, but that only made him stronger. <laughs> uh, welcome to lemur tag tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a, there's an older lemur that looks has even longer uh, uh, things on the sides of his head that's somehow more powerful. I forget his name, but yeah. just increasing. Uh, he also is, he's doing like a very aggressive look, and one of his eyes is open yes. bigger than the other, and yeah. in a very like anime sort of way. But yeah. I think I mean I think he got stolen, and then someone yeah, left him on they, a playground. They but, arrested um, somebody, so somebody I guess was like, "Oh, we got to dump this lemur. It's getting too hot." I guess uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, but or maybe they realized like they kidnapped a wild animal. It's like, oh, this isn't fun. It's not like a yeah. pet. I, I'm being constantly <laughs> yeah. attacked and scratched, and it's shitting everywhere. Or whatever. Hey, you won't stop shitting in the car. We got to yeah. dump them. They were they were just they were just a regular burglar, and then they brought the lemur to their usual fence, and the guy was like. I don't do this. No, yeah. no. Oh, fuck. All right. It's like, what do you think I am? The place from the beginning of Gremlins? Come on. <laughs> um, but I was also wondering. I was like, maybe that's a thing where it's like, if there's if there's enough trees in between the zoo and this playground, you know, one of those things where like the lemur can move through thick right. forest at un- unbelievable speeds, just swinging through. They move pretty quick from the shows on netflix i've watched about them there you go <laughs> they can scream scream through a couple branches all right so there, there's a there's an online component to this a little bit where obviously somebody created a twitter account um of course sf zoo lemur and, but this was at least mike pence fly lemur the <laughs> <laughs> real zoo lemur <laughs> Dude, the, the speed, the oversaturation of the Mike Pence fly shit, like, w- within a few minutes, I oh. did, like, one of those things where you do, like, a fake username, or at least I thought it was a fake username, like, RT, you know, whatever, and it was, like, the yeah. real Pence fly, and it was actually taken already by the time I posted the thing. It's the Pence fly GOP or right. whatever. Like, how yeah. many of these are, like, 
somebody thinking they're going to cash in or whatever, oh, and how many of them are just irony people? Well, no, it's hard to tell, because it's like, I'm making well, a bad account. It's like, I guess you got him then. Uh, I don't know. The uh, worst one, the one that like drove me insane was somebody that did a fake, did a Mike Pence fly account, and then immediately started posting just engagement farming. So they, they, it was a Mike Pence fly account, and the first post was... What's the first if, concert you ever went to? No, the first post was, if you could land on anybody, who would you land on? Let us know. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Losing my mind. That is absolutely Insane. a social media manager that wants to have, like, you know, parody account, so many followers, like, on their... Check out how many quote tweets I got. It's like, what is... That's not even a metric. That's, okay, I mean, I this is my This is my big chance to move above my station as Capri Sun social media strategist. <laughs> yeah. I'm the guy so, who uh, works for Capri Sun and tells people I'll fight them or whatever. Tells, you know... Uh, so, so, yeah, so the, the, this account is actually okay, as parody accounts go, because it was, like bringing attention to the fact that you know whatever i mean it also wasn't really that big a hit so like it didn't it's not like somebody's cashing in on this or anything but um they did post updates and stuff about the about the uh the bounty and stuff that was out there and um you know just like basically it looks like they may have ended posting which is rare but it, it was yesterday but they were just like you know um like there's a little thread of like thanks for helping you know uh, we have amazing stuff at the zoo please come visit you know um and then uh, also vote for Biden and Kamala, Kamala Harris and dump Trump at the end. So I like the idea of somebody being like, oh, I liked you, but we had to get political. Okay, you just had to get... Yeah. I thought they this was loved about a the Lemur account until... Yeah. Um, but so, I, I like but, to think who they think that is like, like... Not only getting political, but getting political in the most like useless milk toast. It's like, no one's... You're not swaying anybody. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, yeah, the people who... Everyone kind of knows that it's important in an election. You don't have to do it well, from the, a Lemur account. The first reply to the dump Trump tweet is uh, the San Francisco Damn Daily Podcast. Uh, and their reply is just, no politics, all zoo. <laughs> Which is very so funny is. to me. That's uh, I that. think that's our tagline now. Actually, <laughs> that's basically what we're working on these days. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so this um, uh, th- this story talks about another. Okay, this is not the first time an elderly animal was taken from the San Francisco Zoo. In 2011, I, I Banana Sam, a 17 year old squirrel monkey, oh, was yeah. taken from his cage, and he was found in a park a few days later. Someone made a Twitter account back then. So this is somebody who was kind of on. This is like Bronx Zoo Cobra level, you know, mm. on the. But at least the co- the cobra has not stopped posting, which is in- still insane to me. This, I'm sure Crazy. this has been discussed at length. Um, but um, so it's like you know, uh, he he made it, somebody made an account and was posting about his time away from the zoo. You know, there's like a joke about the rainforest cafe in here, yeah, and then there's just a, there's just a line in here that says. Banana Sam died two years later. It's like, all right, well, I don't know if we needed. Yeah, that they have a memorial post. I was waiting for you to. I was like, I'm not sure if Patty scrolled down enough to get to the Banana Sam memorial post. But yeah, it's really sad. And the San Francisco Zoo says, with that, with heavy hearts, beloved squirrel monkey Banana Sam passed away on November 21st, 2013. And there's just like a a, a very like hero shot photo of him, just kind of looking off into the distance. Um, <laughs> Must have been a very sad monkey Thanksgiving that year. Yeah, so R.I.P. to Banana Sam um, seven years ago. We're just for hearing about this now, yeah. obviously. <laughs> and then they also talk about two teenagers who were arrested for stealing two koalas, which that seems like a way to get your fucking face ripped off. <laughs> so they are Enjoy not your chlamydia. Nice. Yeah, they are not nice animals yeah. at all. Which it, it, w- I can't remember which Jackie Chan movie it was. Um, maybe it was Super Comp, but he gets he has a hotel room, and there's a koala in the hotel room, like, in, like on like a eucalyptus tree. Does anyone remember this, or am I the only one? 
No. I'm usually the only one. Well, I it's, maybe... there's, yeah, it's, you get the movie knowledge. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was also, uh, my, my last experience with ring-tailed lemurs was um, I went to, a friend of mine had his wedding at the Bronx Zoo, and we're going through like the indoor area, and I don't know why they did this, but they, they keep the ring-tailed lemurs, or maybe not ring-tailed, I don't know if they're in, like, but lemurs and turtles, tort- like turtles in the same enclosure, and mm-hmm. it seems to do nothing except that it's funny for the lemurs to fuck with the turtles. Because while <laughs> I was there, the lemurs both rid on the turtle, rode on the turtles, and also hit them with sticks. <laughs> it was just like I feel like the turtles would love to be separated from this. They'd love to it's be a, in a different. It's different our thing. two party system. It's an allegory. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the movie is Jackie Chan's first strike. It came out after Rumble in the Bronx. Um, mm, okay, he gets a ho- he, he's in Australia for some reason. I forget why. And Did you just yeah, Google hit, there, Jackie Chan koala. There's there's a, there's a hundred percent what he did. There's a koala bear who somehow comes with his Australian hotel suite. That's the like that. It's just oh, it's in Australia. the room. Well, that. Why wouldn't there be a koala? Yeah. It's like, it's like, hey, it's part of, and sir, of course, here is your koala, the live animal uh, that is not uh, domesticated at all. Paul Hogan can... will take your bags to your room. <laughs> yeah. So please enjoy uh, uh, going to sleep knowing this thing is here. I mean, they don't really do anything, but uh, yeah. get comfortable. We heard you wanted an animal with big eyes to stare at you while you slept. It was just a <laughs> collection of bush babies. We won't tell you where, but... He's fine. He's off his ass. He ate like three of those leaves. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, don't they get mega high from the eucalyptus leaves? Yeah, they, get, they just get yeah, exactly. So, um, koalas have two modes: mega high and attacking you. Yeah, giving you chlamydia. That's right. Uh, so hey, we're glad that Maki made it uh, made it safely home. Um, and uh, R.I.P. Banana Sam, I guess. Uh, just again. Um, and uh, hopefully that Twitter account has served its purpose and will not post again. <laughs> but if the person got too much of a taste of the the sweet sweet high of the faves and stuff, they may be back. So I guess we'll see. <laughs> Number three. Sorry to cut the didgeridoo and uh, <laughs> cut it cut it quickly. Uh, number three. This comes to us from Jackopedia in the Discord. Also, the designer of um, a couple. I think. At least he's got did at least the Cthulhu hole T-shirt yes. uh, in the store, which you can pick up if you'd like. Um, and this is a story that comes to us from the the story is by Kotaku, but this is out of South Korea, um, and it's about a man in an internet cafe that South Korea is like a PC bang place um, who uh, got arrested because he lit one hundred cigarettes <laughs> in the internet cafe in the smoking room, but that's not quite enough to contain that degree of cigarette. Um, he and did this all at a hundred cigarettes at once. Yeah, this is so. This wow. is what happened. I don't know if he had like a really bad game of League of Legends or just really got stomped in Dota or whatever the fuck he was doing in this internet cafe. <laughs> well, time just angrily smoke one hundred cigarettes. <laughs> I mean, what the description sounds like? Um, he blasted like, the cigs. That, that's the only expression. If he's doing them all in a row, it's he blasted one hundred yeah. cigs. Yeah, well, that's uh, according You're, to the, he's ripping heaters, as they oh, say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's according to the Korea Times. Yeah, he went out into the smoking room at this at this internet cafe, and then he opened seven packs of cigarettes, <laughs> began lighting, smoking them with both hands, <laughs> throwing <laughs> them on the floor. This guy rules. And he and got th- he got through a hundred before anyone did anything to him. 
Well, nobody noticed because it's just it's a smoking room until yeah, he was smoking so much that it, exca- it it overwhelmed the partition, and so it just cigarette smoke started like pouring into the regular cafe because he was smoking. He was blasting so many cigs that he <laughs> they overwhelmed the architecture of the thing. Um, and then they thought there was a fire, and they called the police. And then the police showed up. And it was like, no, this guy's just blasting cigs. They thought there was a fire, and then like didn't you know didn't check to see what was on fire in the center of the cloud of smoke yeah. until well, the firefighters were... come and the smoke clears, and it's just one guy ripping heaters. Yeah, like, that well, rules. technically, there's a hundred small fires at the tip of the little. It's true. It's true. This guy has. Um, yeah, and then they they ask him to uh, they. Um, He's also apparently he's a bit of a moocher here at this this internet cafe. I can't uh, believe this guy has other character flaws. Yeah, all the cigs were actually sit. bummed. They were all bummed. Yeah. They're all bummed. And I don't I don't believe this. The only way that I, what if this is the what if this is the guy? What's his name? I don't know if he's from Korea. The guy who like slams like eggs mm. and smokes cigarettes and shit. Oh, um, the he's Chinese. He's Chinese. I can't remember yeah. his name either. But I yeah. was thinking like, this might be the guy that you guys talked about who called customer service for his cell phone company like 3,000 times a day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It could be any number of... We, we know a lot of strange degenerates through this podcast. <laughs> you guys are talking uh, about Peng Zai. Peng Zai. Peng Zai. Peng Zai. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Peng Zai could smoke 100 cigarettes for sure, but yeah. uh, he just chooses not to. <laughs> so, China! Controlling his power. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then when they when they uh, arrived on the scene, he told them, "I don't believe this is true," but which makes me like it even more because this is a great thing to just say to cops when they show up. He just said he was filming a YouTube video. <laughs> that gets you out of anything. Just, just show up and fucking anything. You're like, oh, I'm doing a YouTube video. It's a social best, experiment. The best uh, explanation for any any weird behavior is i'm it's a youtube prank i'm doing a youtube <laughs> prank or i'm doing a challenge i'm doing a tiktok challenge right now yeah. to smoke a hundred cigarettes well this guy basically made a tobacco sauna for himself i guess he was like maybe he was like i'm tired of having to bring a cigarette to and from my mouth repeatedly i'm just gonna <laughs> hot box oh my god can you imagine walking into a, a tobacco hot box like that would hell be hell on earth <laughs> You would I, never smell normal again. Yeah. That's just where I live. Like, everyone in my neighborhood, especially the people who live in my apartment complex, just smoke 100 cigarettes really? at all. Given time. <laughs> we, live on the, yeah. we live on the second floor, and, like, anytime we have our windows open, it's just constant cigarette smoke. Because it's just everyone is everyone in the world is smoking all of the cigarettes at the same time. Do you live that in Karma Lounge? Is that yeah. <laughs> that's very surprising to me, because you live in Los Angeles, where I no, feel I like... No, I live in Glendale. Oh, okay. I've yeah. never been to Glendale. I guess that's where all the smokers are. Because Los Angeles, like, these, no one smokes. They started yeah. these clean, clean air laws it, in Glendale. So there's a clean air law in Glendale now that you can't smoke inside your residence unless you own the house. And you have to mm. go out to the sidewalk. So now what people do is they smoke indoors and then they go outside to smoke more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Very that's, clever. That's fair for a lot of reasons because, like, it destroys a room. It's disgusting, yeah. But it hasn't inside. stopped anyone from smoking inside. Mm. <laughs> they just it's continue also, to smoke outside now. <laughs> in Glendale, it's not like, you know, you can't... There's like The weather's always fine. You could probably go outside. No difference, yeah. but... Yeah, no, people in L.A. are, like, really obnoxious about it, actually. <laughs> they're, like... They, they're, like, use those laws if you're, like, near a park. They're, like, is mm. this actually... The smoke's wafting into the... 
it's a park over here. It's like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, the two right. places I've been where um, I feel I have felt most sort of uncomfortable as a smoker are uh, Los Angeles and uh, Boulder and Denver, Colorado. Like, mm-hmm. just no one. There's no one else. Or I I never see another person smoking. If you need a light, nobody has a lighter, and everybody just kind of glares at you as they walk by. Yeah, everybody's it's very, mad. Hmm? It's just that everybody's mad about it. Yeah. Which like fair, it's gross. Like I can't I can't <laughs> I feel like the reason it bothers me is because like they have a point. Like it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it depends on when too. It's like if it's outside of a bar at night, it's like Come on, man. Fuck yeah. off. Like it's you know, it's just there's no better thing than just like, hey, fuck off. But like that's like that just turns you into the the, the stereotype of like a smoker. Like, Fuck you off. become you become Dennis Leary when yeah. people do that. Like that's the problem. Is like I don't I it make like it's upsetting to me because I do not want to be Dennis Leary, and yet in that situation, I a hundred percent become him. You start getting mad about coffee flavored coffee. Yeah, and uh, get Kath, my I think you just need a vaccine. Kath, I think just next time you come to LA, you just need to hang out with me because for whatever reason, I, I'm. I'm straight edge and like everywhere I go, everyone is smoking all the time and no one gives a shit. I will say the one place in Los Angeles that I felt uh, very at home as a smoker was the PWG shows I went to because there's a smoking section where everyone is constantly out there because wrestling fans uh, do not give a fuck about their health whatsoever. Oh no, not at all. Well, it's also like not, not necessarily straight edge, but like anybody who's sober usually smoke. Most of the time they'll smoke cigarettes like an absolute Mm -hmm. demon. Because it's, like, the only vice that isn't going to... You're not going to, like, relapse on cigarettes. So I know a lot of people are, like, once they're sober, it's just, like, this is... Chain smoking, yeah. And nobody... Also, nobody can say shit to them. Because you're just, like... It's, like, you should stop smoking. It's, like, oh, did you want me to start heroin again? It's, like, all right, man. Fucking enjoy the Marlboros. Like, just... Choose your vices. But... Absolutely. But, yeah. So maybe this guy smoking 100 cigarettes was just sober. That's what he should have said to the cops. (laughs) Look, I'm dealing with my loss in fucking... I don't know video games enough to pull one here. But, uh... I'm trying to get over it the only way I can. I'm dealing with my loss in Super Mario. I'm trying Minecraft? (laughs) I lost at Minecraft? I I know enough to know you can't lose at Minecraft. And the reason I know that is because when I first... uh, When I lived in Austin... Uh, I got a job working at, at, in the registrar's office at the uni- at uh, UT, and the, one of my coworkers was like, in my like second day, like we were, I was still being trained, and he did, he like trained me for like twenty minutes, and then was like, "Do you want to see all the stuff I've been building in Minecraft?" Oh no! <laughs> and like, apparently, the dude just played Minecraft all day at work. Like that's all he did. Uh, I mean, yeah. I can't. Enough list he, of jobs now. Yeah, I, it was I, fine. I mean, he like wasn't bad to work with, but uh, yeah, apparently he was just sitting in the cubicle next to me, building st- shit in Minecraft, and he was really proud of it and wanted to show me it. I, I guess I get that because Minecraft could probably run on like anything. <laughs> like, but and look, it, people do like build cool shit in it all the time. But it's uh, I find it funny because one of my friends who's like um, is in that D and D podcast that I do. He I guess on a whim or pandemic panic or whatever bought minecraft and it's like still thirty dollars and then he's been trying to get the rest of us to buy it so that he has people to play with and we just 
roundly shut him down every time. He's like, you guys should get it. I'm like, I'm not paying $30 for Minecraft, Tony. Right, for like, a, for like virtual Legos. Like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, man, you're, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're building by yourself. <laughs> Nobody's... Nobody's so, logging into the world here with you. Did the hundred cigarettes man like? Did anything happen to him? Did he get arrested? Did yeah, they uh, for ch- they're looking into charging him with trespassing and obstruction of a business, which I think we've talked about before because I think that person who left a, like a billion onions in someone's hallway got charged with obstruction <laughs> of a business. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So I feel like Korea's doing a pretty good job of just having a law that's like, hey, stop fucking around. <laughs> like, stop <laughs> being weird. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't I know mean, about trespassing, but I, I would agree with obstructing a business. You yeah. can't you can't conduct business in a cloud of thick cigarette smoke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I mean think the trespassing the is probably like, "Hey, you gotta get out of here," and he says, "No," and it's like, "Okay, <laughs> trespassing." Yeah, 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 yeah they said true. he they said he used without paying a bunch of times, which is very weird to imagine. This, like, I, I would say to cats a little bit, like, like this is like if it's an internet cafe in South Korea, it's a PC bang, which is just where there are like hundreds of computers and people spend. It's it's a thing where they have to kick people out because they're like afraid that they'll die in there, and people right. have died in there. Where they're like, you've been here for 27 hours, sir. It's you like, right. should go home. It's like the, enough StarCraft. You got to. Pretty you much, yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, you can Zerg rush tomorrow, please. <laughs> you've been awake for 48 hours. Um, so, like, I, I would assume that if he hasn't paid, you know, they might have, like, a picture of him up. And there's like, yeah, you don't. <laughs> please stop coming here. Or whatever. If you smell the cigarette smoke smell, be on high alert for this man. Yeah. The cloud just like, like pig pen at all, at all moments. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm imagining, yeah. That's like, um, have you ever been, uh, like, I'm so, I was kind of surprised they had a separate smoking room because it feels like in Korea that might be just place like PC bag is like, it's like no man's land. Who gives, who gives a shit? But also, if you guys have ever been to one of the airports that still has like a smoking room, it's so gross because they keep shrinking, obviously, because there's less and less demand. But I think in the Atlanta airport, there is like, dude, it's like a 10 by 10 foot box filled with mostly veterans just chain smoking unfiltered cigarettes. And the it's like thing- an automated door. So every time you walk by, like smoke just drifts out of it. It's crazy. Just the like other a, thing that's like so awful about those is they're n- it's never like a room. It's always like a glass case where yeah. everyone walking by you j- gets to judge you. Yeah, like it's it's, uh-huh. it's a shame prison. It's a yeah. vice zoo. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's a vice zoo. It's you look no like good. you're you look like you're trapped in fucking Mysterio's goddamn helmet or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a little, it's like one of the whichever Superman movie that is, just like smoke and you're like pressed against the glass. But yeah, because they only have one smoking room. They don't have two where they're like, one is for like, do you have a cigarette sometimes socially? And then <laughs> right. another one that's like, do you smoke four packs a day because of what happened to you? And they're, you're both, you're in the same room with those. those so are dudes. you somehow, do you want to be near someone who's somehow playing blackjack on the floor? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Somehow every smoking cage in a, in an airport has Kino. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> a TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like this is uh, technically uh, the OTB travels with me because I have the license. So anywhere <laughs> I am is an OTB. <laughs> that yeah. some people just have a vibe about them that they just turn any place into an OTB. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens. Yeah, there's just like a lot of people that refer to non one hundreds as shorts. It's like what? <laughs> Please, sir, no. Is that uh, a cigarette thing? Is that a long cigarette? Uh, the hundreds are, <laughs> the hundreds extra, are extra long, long yeah. ones. Mm. Yeah. 
No, those are like fancy lady cigarettes. Those are not. Those are just like real. Capris. You're thinking of Capris. Mm, okay. But they do. The, the Virginia Slims. Like When I was in college, I like, I'm, I smoke maybe a pack a month now. Like I'm not a big, probably even less now that I'm not going out. But when I was in college, I smoked a lot more regularly and I had two different packs. I had American spirits for work because they burn slow. So you get a longer break at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like my boss was a smoker and that was the only way you could like get a break. I was waiting tables. And then I had a pack of Virginia Slims for when I would get drunk on the weekends because they're like so tiny that you can like smoke a million of them and not and it, like <laughs> four of those is one cigarette. And uh, I personally feel that I uh, am a genius and my uh, ingenuity <laughs> has been wasted since college. So but I just want to get this amazing out? system out Wouldn't you be into going public. out four times as, as often? <laughs> yeah, I had a friend. Wait, what do you, four times as often? Well, it's what like, because it's a tiny cigarette, so you'd want another one sooner. Well, I like I would be drunk, and like when I'm drunk, I want to chain smoke, but I don't need to chain smoke American spirits or I'll die. So yeah, I but chain smoking them, you need to do a time burn experiment. It's like what was the what's actually the most efficient way? It's like those things burn really quick. It does. It does not. It truly does not matter. <laughs> it's not um, about efficiency. It's about the act yeah. of smoking while you're drunk at a party yeah. it's like I, a good time I, I probably mentioned this before but I had, I had a friend who worked at a bar and he s- would smoke American Spirits and they they told him you are not only American Spirits it's like these black ones that are like perique yeah. like swamp tobacco and the the bar was like you are not allowed to smoke those on your breaks because you are gone for a half hour <laughs> so we would have <laughs> You'd have like a jean jacket yeah. with a pack of American spirits for like leisure time and then a pack of camels for work because they were like, yeah, you can't <laughs> like that's too long to be gone from your job. <laughs> like, you pull out a cigarette you. that's like as long as like it's like a foot long or like three feet long and you're <laughs> yeah. like, it's not done yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> they really need to like make a cigarette that is marketed this way, like the the work break cigarette and it just so you're burns half your super shift fucking out there, slow. Man. Can't do that. <laughs> Pioneer the, the so, Marlboro three uh, hundreds outside s- smoking a novelty candle. <laughs> <laughs> Kick ass! Yeah, hold right, on. I'll well, be right back. We... Let me just finish up with this pipe. Oh, and it's like a gigantic pipe packed, <laughs> packing it with a old Amsterdam shag, and you're like, I'll need about two hours, and just walking out of your job with a leather bound book under your arm. I'll, I'll see you quickly. Yeah. Just gotta right. blast this pipe outside. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Number two. best of yeah. Sorry, no, best of luck to you Sorry, I'm sorry. I've just it's an hour five and I'm getting anxious. Best of luck to the cigarette guy. Kath can't hack it. Off. We had like an hour forty five last week and we were fine. I know, Kath and everyone was like, out. when Kath isn't on the podcast, you guys talk for forty five minutes before getting to the numbers. Yeah, we talk about we talk about uh, Average Joe, a reality show that went for three seasons you or whatever. Seen us. Fifteen. We were years talking ago. like crazy. It was, Look, it was I, unbelievable. I know my role on the show, and it's too. To try as politely as possible, prompt us to do the show. I'm doing my best. Anyway, do the show. Uh, this is mine. Um, so the story. I, I feel like this is a classic in the what a time genre. We, we've we've had a lot of stories like this um, in the past, and uh, this is 
you know all those people on the internet who are like oh teens are gonna save us and it's like really embarrassing and weird because they're like linking to tiktoks by like 13 year olds about uh voting or whatever yeah, um, yeah there's a there's a there's a really i forget who posted it but it's like 46 year old journalist like the teens will save us 44 year old journalist quote tweeting i'm screaming right now or something like that like a video <laughs> of a tiktok it's like yeah. well, some journalist like finally people are talking about this now it's the like, claudia hey, conway it's like you know you have a column like like you have (laughs) you have the power to talk about things it's what you're paid for um but i will say that i do i do feel that way about uh the child in this story who is uh an 11 year old boy in baton rouge who somehow um stole a school bus and (laughs) drove it around baton rouge uh to the point where police were chasing him uh he rode around for like uh, I think a while, like uh, long enough that there were like cops in pursuit, uh, leading them on a long police chase. Um, at one point, he flipped off the cops that were chasing him, and uh, when people were driving by, they realized he was so small that he had to <laughs> stand up to use the pedals and drive yeah. the bus. And uh, yeah, he uh, he just took him on a wild ride and. Uh, he that they're not reporting his name or anything because he's a kid so hopefully they wipe his record clean uh when he turns 18 because i think this guy should be the president so Mm. yeah um he finally eventually uh crashed the bus and got out (laughs) they didn't really catch him they didn't really catch him (laughs) um not like a crash crash but apparently at one point he was being chased by a, quote at least 10 officers <laughs> so, like, <laughs> they had everybody on this and uh yeah this is just this is just a uh, good old-fashioned fun to me this is right, nice do, we, do we know do we know if buses i assume it's it's not uh it, it's like automatic and very easy to drive i see i mean because a, a kid it seems hard to imagine a kid figuring out if there's any kind of complexity oh. to it like. Baton Rouge to teach you how to double clutch at ten. So <laughs> you know exactly what to do. Well, the sh- the shifting's on the side, right? It's like an old cattle. Uh, it's like a. It's probably not even down. Like you know, oh, it's I'm just a big f- tall. Yeah, yeah. It's just- I mean, I think it is equally likely that um, he he was just driving it really badly. Yeah, and, like it I mean, was a standard, and it just also Louisiana very flat. You don't need to like worry about going up and down hills necessarily. Like Baton yeah. Rouge is like swamp country, so. For an 11-year-old, especially that he had to stand up to use the pedals, an 11-year-old piloting a bus <laughs> is the closest to, like, a battle mech you can get. Like, he literally, <laughs> that's like Pacific Rim. He's, like, alternating his feet and, like, shifting and using the wheel. That probably is cool as fuck. I love an 11-year-old from Baton Rouge. He's like, I'm so a level. You think, th- that's you think this kid I was going to say, I, you definitely, you definitely, he's a Cajun child. That's I'm a level. I cannot think anything otherwise. <laughs> Do you think this Farmer kid is going to team up from the water the- boy? Do you think this kid is going to team up with the five-year-old who tried to buy a Lamborghini? Oh, yeah. man. Let, we got to keep them apart. Or it's we're going to b- be in... Bus, bus kid, Lambo kid, 2024. Yeah. <laughs> you could try to keep them apart, but they're, it's, it's a love story for the ages. You can't... You know, they definitely have like, a support group, right? <laughs> this is like, like the start of Fast and the Furious in real life. This is like oh, Don Toretto and Brian O'Connor as children. Like, yeah, that's totally. Dude, um, Fast 10 is them recruiting, like, I hear you're a five-year-old that wants to buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if we give you one for free? Would you join the family? What if you could win a Lamborghini? 
<laughs> the kid just immediately crashes and dies. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just All right, like boys, Griffin. wrap it up. We're moving cities again. <laughs> I would so, love to see a little big wheels drag race. Power oh, my wheels. God. <laughs> I mean, isn't that just like fucking boxcar derby or pine box derby or whatever? Boxcar derby, yeah. Pine box derby's just... <laughs> Pine Box Derby just sucks. Pine Box Derby was a mic where everyone got 30 seconds except for the hosts. Uh, yeah. It was 30 seconds. It was 30 seconds per set, two and a half hours long. Um, also, no one's cell phone works, so you have to watch. No, no one did any actual bits. It was just trying to make the cool people laugh. That yep. was the, that it was was the Pine Box Derby. people talking about what, what they did the night before with their friends. But yeah, that is a that you know, is a very limited audience for that joke. But, uh, enjoy. <laughs> Extremely, only for other comics who don't listen to podcasts. So right. <laughs> really, for nobody. Yeah. Here, this will this will reset it. I'm a level. I can't. Uh, this would be in my head. <laughs> I That's what you said saying. that That's like four saying. times, and I only just figured out what you were saying. I'm that a was, level. <laughs> I was ten. Now I'm a level. <laughs> Yeah. Tomorrow I'll be twelve. That's uh, it's just a Cajun boy. He was he was saying that into the radio. He was like hit grabbing the little radio guy. <laughs> you get on a plane and it's like, hello, I'm on level. <laughs> I, I, I suddenly have an over. I, have, I suddenly have an overwhelming urge to try and dial into like New Orleans uh, police band. Like, oh, we're on a car chase spicier than a hot crowd. Yeah. yeah, like everyone has the same Cajun voice. Like it's impossible to tell yeah. who's who. Like, yeah, no matter your <laughs> age or gender, you talk like that. Like you, your vocal cords have been dragged through gravel, French yeah. gravel, <laughs> French gravel. You just you turn, you turn eleven, and you yeah. turn into Doctor John. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Describe Dr. John is their president. First of all, he is a level. Uh, it's because when you when you nurse, they have to mix all your milk and formula with Zatarans. Yeah. yeah. Spicy Creole milk. Um, Get the voodoo chips. Yeah, yeah. You just eat voodoo. It's just that's how you grind yeah. up your throat. That's why yeah. it's just constantly eating voodoo chips, and it's the that's... sharp edges of the chips and the extreme amounts of seasoning on them. <laughs> the Gerber Zaps crossover wheel. <laughs> Gerber X Zaps limited edition. <laughs> it just dropped. We got to get yeah. it. I'm camping out to get it. The Gerber X Zaps. You can pick it up um, on StockX on the secondary market. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, sealed yeah it's on it's on grailed for four hundred dollars hype extra hype zaps x gerber's collab zaps x gerber x travis scott (laughs) it's like the travis scott mcdonald's thing but he's like this is my gerber and it's like (laughs) this is i I eat straight mashed peas by the way that is that and they they at first, I was like, "Is this a one-off?" But it's been multiple now. This like weird advertising thing of having you can have the order the, that a celebrity has is mm-hmm. awful. It's like the it's weirdest, so creepy. fucked up form of celebrity worship I've ever seen. I'm just waiting for the pitbull one where it's like cocaine and tequila at McDonald's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I would get. I would get Dollar. the pitbull. <laughs> but it's like it's, it's like they include everything. So there's a different one that was like bad baby or something, and it was like it's like it's just like nuggets and a sprite. And then it's like, but what if you don't want a Sprite? Are you still going to get the bad? Just, oh my God. I don't know. It, 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 I'm it hoping it was Bad upset. Bunny and not Bad Baby. 
I don't know. One bad, bad baby is the lady who the girl who is on like Maury. The, I, like, thought, she was, I thought she was bad b- Barbie. Is it bad baby? I guess it's, I don't remember. She's bad baby, and then Bad Bunny is the Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> maybe yeah. he's good. Maybe it's regular bad baby. I don't know. Or maybe just a bad, bad, right, bad baby. Ca- she's the wait. You're talking about that's the Cash Me Outside. Yes, girl? that's the Cash okay. Me Outside girl. Oh, so I hope she doesn't have a meal. Um, I don't know why that's I, that someone, name is in my... Some fucking <laughs> child is going to clip that and be like, look, listen to these old assholes. Like, uh, don't know fine. what the fuck they're talking about. That's fine. It the best fine. thing that happened uh, recently is I had a colleague who was on uh, Jeopardy last week and there was a music question that they got wrong and no one knew it. And then Alex Trebek had to say, who is the baby? <laughs> <laughs> There's always some good Jeopardy how did ones. Your, how did your colleague do? She did great. Um, she didn't win, but she came uh, tantalizingly close. Nice. Uh, do they, does Jeopardy, do you get the money if you don't win? Is it like Wheel of Which one? Get, Wheel of Four- so the, the winner gets all the money they've won. Mm-hmm. Second pr- prize gets 2000 and third place gets 1000 Got it. Okay. Because mm. Wheel of Fortune, I think you get what you win. You right? get what you right? win, yeah. 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 The, uh, um, but the guy I do Master Pancake with, John Erler, uh, bought a house because of Jeopardy. He won Jeopardy like three times. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He must have. Um, yeah, I was like, he must have gotten first place, <laughs> unless it's a really small. Smart house. guy. Before he was a comedian, he was a Latin professor. Oh. Interesting dude. Yeah. All the questions happen to be about Latin, and he was like, <laughs> just seven categories. First, Latin. Second, Latin. <laughs> yes. It's Latin, and then like popes, and it's just like great, perfect. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I haven't seen. I, I'm aware of these McDonald's specialty things, you know, but I, I haven't seen any of like what they are. Because mine, like, they if would I make got a mad. I'll tell you McDonald's that. celebrity thing, I'd be like, yeah, uh, quarter pounder of cheese, plain, uh, <laughs> plain, because that means, I, that that means they cook it. That means they cook it fresh, and then I put my own ketchup on it, and uh, <laughs> it's like, wow, very exciting order, very, very. Uh, I think it kind of makes sense for drinks. Like yeah. I like Duncan has one with some fucking TikTok girl, and like I don't know who she is because uh, I see. I, I know that one. That's like Charlie something, right? I, yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. But like, I kind of get that because it's like you don't have to invent a new type of coffee, but it is yeah. like a good like her the Charlie Duncan is like a good. It's like <laughs> cold brew with milk and a like squirt of caramel, and it's like nice. great. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Like. It's fine. It, it the should be Travis something Scott weird one, if it's your custom. The Travis Scott one was like a little bit unusual because it was it was a quarter pounder with bacon, and then you get it just comes with barbecue sauce for you to dip the fries in, and then a sprite. So like it kind of made sense that it was like a little bit like a mm. little bit custom stuff you have to do. But then the new one that they have, which is I don't I don't know the guy. He's like a Latin recorded recording artist. Yeah, but, like, do you know his new name? I want to look this up. I too. don't know his. It's not Bad Bunny though. But the new one is just like it's just like a normal meal. And a McFlurry. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's that's like nothing. J Balvin. Like the, that's the, what it is. The, oh, yeah. yeah. The Bill the Bill Handstock signature meal. It's a 20-piece McNugget, large fry, a McChicken, and a large soup. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the it's Bill cool, Handstock meal, $20. I tried to get my normal McDonald's. Western bacon cheese. A junior. Like, <laughs> yes. Two, two times ago when I went to New York, I tried to get my normal shitty gluttonous meal at mcdonald's they're like you can't order that all at once you're not allowed to (laughs) what (laughs) you weren't allowed to yeah like de blasio (laughs) or whoever told me i couldn't order that oh the soda ban or something (laughs) were you like the west fourth mcdonald's they're like it's too crazy we can't let you we can't let you have that much food it's not it's there's too much pops off in here 
I mean, okay. if you were at the Delancey one, they might be like, yeah. there's three fights happening. You got to make a smaller order. <laughs> God, <laughs> you can't, we can't make that much food for you because you'll be in here yeah. too long. And it's right. a tweet I hated tension. where the guy tweeted. It was a photo of cats as delicate. Like, if you've never been here late night with your friends, you don't, you're not real New York. And it was like yeah. three things. I was like, is cats even open? Is it a 24 hour? It, is, was, like, it's it was before late. the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I was just like, cats is like, that's not where you end up at 3 a.m. Like, no, I, yeah. Yeah, I, no I, yeah. one's paying like $30 for a pastrami yeah. sandwich at like Yeah, it's like if you're morning. on the East Village super late, like the real, like, are you a New York person? Like, it's is, and I posted this. It was the Delancey McDonald, which is like, it's like international Chaos waters. McDonald's, yeah. I literally, uh, like, I walk in there and my fight or flight goes off. Like, I order. <laughs> I, I order like I'm in like I like have my elbows out like yeah just, but yeah, yeah shoulders like, up by your you? ears God yeah, I was like if you've ever been to cats is it two a.m. like shut up Aziz Ansari it was like a master <laughs> of none episode we all gotta fucking go to like I got a, I got a cop and shit I like, got a cop to the fact that I have been to cats is it two and three a.m. it is yeah. good but it's not like something it's, you do regularly it's not like no no like, but it's because I I. Every every time uh, SummerSlam would happen, the the press that was there that was flown in, they would get they would stay at the hotel that was on the same block as yeah. Katz's. Oh, so yeah. we'd all come back in the buses after SummerSlam and be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm doing this again." It's like, <laughs> I'm fucked up. I'm gonna get a a, a foot thick turkey. Uh, I mean, a tuna sandwich. Like that's what I want when I'm really drunk. That's yeah. my that's my. The go-to. one time I went to Katz's Deli, I saw Fat Joe there. So like, I'm not gonna say it's not a, a authentic New York place because I feel like if Fat Joe is there, yeah. like you you earned it. But no, the but the Delancey McDonald's is like that. If you want to talk about like Goblin Stance, like that's how you enter. <laughs> The Delancey McDonald. Delancey McDonald is is like really rough. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's like old Derek. Uh, we should probably keep going, but I'd like to share uh, Jay Balvin's uh, press release on his McDonald's meal, <laughs> which, as mentioned, is a Big Mac, fries, and a McFlurry. So, <laughs> pretty great. weird. Uh, like, did he forget about this? And then he had to, his, his PR person had to get an email in like five minutes before. It's like we have to do this today. It's like, oh shit. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Balvin says it's been incredible to see all the excitement from fans over the past week. Not only did I want to bring my personality to the McDonald's menu, I also wanted to share my energy and creativity in a way that elevates our partnership. <laughs> Through an exclusive merch collection that we created with my team. Now people can collect a piece of this collaboration and have it forever. Lego! This is just making me mad. I'm just pissed off. I think people should be getting shit on for doing these partnerships. It's like, I know that like selling out isn't a thing anymore, but like, come the fuck on. Like, McDonald's collab, get the fuck out of here. You also, I'm not kidding, get a, a temporary tattoo of the receipt for the order. Here's oh the hype God. beast post on the collab the clothing. That they have. Uh, I I would like to say I'm open to doing a McDonald's meal. I'm just going to say <laughs> I'm, I'm, I do not agree with Kath on this. So feel free to hit me up, guys. Well, my uh, if I if I got the opportunity to do a McDonald's collab meal, I would make them do something really fucked up. Like, yeah, it's a quarter pounder. There's fried shrimp on it. <laughs> you start out. You have to start carrying seafood because was, mine would be the, mine would be the first two stage order. Where it'd be like, get the Eli Ude McDonald's meal. It's where you order a six-piece McNuggets and fries, and then a little bit later you go back and you order more McNuggets. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not full yet. You got to go back. Yeah. 
Should we? Okay, I'm looking through uh, the merch. (laughs) There are some slippers that look like burgers that I do kind of (laughs) want. So I stand corrected. We should should probably do number one, though. Yeah, yeah. And now, this week's number one reason to say, what a time to be dead. <laughs> Shel- I want to say, like, Shelby just kept being like, so are we going to do theme episodes in October? And we were like, yeah, we should. Did not tell us he was going to arrange <laughs> all of these sound clips. Like, I mean, these are all critical thinking. a surprise to me. It's called context ah, to his cast. <laughs> but like, well, I, Simpsons like, quote. Whose voice is that? Like Homer Simpson. There's just one that's like bat noises. <laughs> Pumpkins. <laughs> Incredible stuff. It's gotta be Fiverr or something, I guess. I don't know. Um, this this story comes to us from the website that us, you know, has been existed almost seems like for exclusive use of our podcast, the New York Post. Um, we get so much from them, even if they're, I don't want to talk about any other stuff. Going with them. <laughs> um, this story is about a plane passenger, normal, uh, who was caught uh, smuggling gold nuggets in his rectum <laughs> to avoid taxes. Uh, this is, as Kath has mentioned, uh, another time where I'd recommend you look up the nuggets because Kath had thoughts on the shape of the nuggets. They are so long. They're lengthy. I, I would not call them nuggets. I they're if if we're talking on, on a, a nugget basis, these are tenders. Oh these are not yeah. nuggets. Yeah, yeah, these are some gold tenders. There seems to be four of them. There's three long ones, and then there's one that looks exactly like the thing that's on a Meowth's head from Pokemon. Uh, How that's... funny would it be? I'm stuck in here. <laughs> How funny would it be if it was just straight up shaped like a golden butt plug? It was just exactly <laughs> like <laughs> it had like a flared base. Yeah, I mean, this would be as Catherine said, just like they're so long, and it's like, well, better that than be saying they're so thick. Like it's not gonna be better. Um, they're love, they are quite long looking. I love um, that the the thing leads with they. Caught him when they spotted a man walking oddly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Which, if you're looking at these, yeah, and I was saying before, incredible. I know, I know that biologically it would not do this, but you have to imagine that it sounded there. There was clanking, it's like kind of like like rattling change. I think we finally located Goatsy. I'm imagining that him walking sounded exactly like when you're trying to fold up one of those outdoor camp chairs, just like kind of like <laughs> like long rods clanking against each other. But um, yeah, I want to get some. They should have put something for scale so I could see just how big these nuggets are. But um, yeah, I, I just it's like, two pounds of bouillon. They're yeah. so long that like I I know. <laughs> I know they could go in, like I know, like that's possible. But like, how would you sit down if that was inside? Like, it would like burst through your intestine. Yeah, very carefully. It, very yeah. carefully. It would also. It would definitely feel like that too. Like, like some sort of collapsible rod. That's like. <laughs> yeah, because maybe his plan was like, I'll go to the bathroom in the plane before I sit down in the plane, 
And what I'll do is I'll take a big sandwich with me <laughs> so that I can h- pull them out, hide them in this big hoagie roll, and then go back to my seat. <laughs> well, yeah. I, that's the other thing, though, is like, because he's smuggling them into someplace. So presumably you have to keep them in your asshole <laughs> until you're out of customs at where you're going. Right? So, um, like... Do, yeah, I guess. That's when you, like, declare <laughs> stuff. So, I, like... Did he have these inside him the whole they they're like I, I just I'm looking at them again and uh, I yeah, they found I, him in du- they found him in India when he had flown in from Dubai from Dubai yeah can we also say that I don't they caught him because he was walking oddly <laughs> how are you getting through the metal detector with two pounds of gold in your asshole I don't, I don't think, think gold sets, sets off, off. Gold, yeah really? certain kinds of metal yeah. tuned for something mm. gold doesn't doesn't set it off so I think you'd be okay well but now what's gonna happen now someone's gonna make a fucking gold knife now then just, what are we gonna do he was well it's so like soft a, it doesn't yeah. really yeah. you'd be okay no! you'd be okay <laughs> Kat, someone coming at Kath with a gold knife you Kath, can't sharpen it's pretty gold soft. like that it's soft so I probably will be you, okay yeah you can't sharpen gold into a good knife sharpen it enough punch a hole in somebody i mean in this case it's like well then what are we gonna do when you can bring sticks on a plane we gotta like, get it's doug markaida in to talk about this will it cut <laughs> will it kill will it cut we need get man. a forged by fire episode about making a gold knife i was just gonna say a forged in fire using gold would be sick if only their budget uh was much 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 higher and they're hosted by goldberg well there we go knife or death is hosted oh sorry <laughs> get it, get it right. <laughs> yeah, you're in the wrong place to make those mistakes. You're can't, out of here. Can't keep up with all the knife shows. <laughs> well, I haven't been watching lately. I, late I gotta knife catch up. with Jimmy Fallon. I can't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I think. Well, isn't the boy the melting point of Solo would just be them putting gold into a forge and then it would just all melt onto the ground? <laughs> like, mm. Yeah, I think so. I think that's pretty yeah. much what would happen. Uh, no, well, as everyone knows, you you can gild blades with them to uh, add attack power and similar sure. things mm-hmm. um, that's true to upgrade that is them, very true make them more powerful so so know. apparently this gold was worth sixty thousand dollars which is like it's just amazing you can put sixty thousand dollars worth of anything in your butt well that's it's like, probably worth slightly less now <laughs> well, you, could, you, could, you could shove the hope diamond up your asshole that's true that I don't know how much. I don't is think that, that would worth? even be that that difficult. Probably <laughs> no, probably not. It's pretty hard, but I don't think it's you know. <laughs> it would be very hard. Yeah. You could wrap it in something too. You know, do that. That's true. You could put a you put one of those uh, really really like that uh, four million dollar baseball card up your boot up your butt up your boot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what I call it. My boot. <laughs> I got the Honus Wagner in my butt and my keister yeah. keister it. <laughs> yeah. Venus Wagner. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I don't talk about my ass. <laughs> yeah, what's, um, if you could put one thing up your butt, how, <laughs> what would make the most money? Uh, you know, the most valuable thing you could put up your butt is that what you're is that what you're asking? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're at that point. I you think know, the Hope a- Diamond is a really good pick. It's only like yeah. an inch. Like it's not that big, right? I mean, like yeah. like diamonds are. Yeah, it does have sharp edges, though. You would have to put it in something, I think. Or yeah, it would you could wrap be, it in. Not oh, be comfortable. It's, it's more of like a coin shape than I expected. I'm it's guessing pretty. that this guy put these bullion like in a sack or something before he put yeah. them up there, right? 
I, well, spe- I, I, spe- especially the one that's small, because that one could just go in there and it's like, well, like it's might not come out. <laughs> yeah. See the hope. the hope diamond, like it just has a lot of edges to it that would yeah. be a, a a problem. But uh, yeah, again, you wrap it in something, you're you're probably okay. Yeah, I think he just the easy thing here. He just he should have just uh, had a chain made and then just kind of <laughs> fed the chain up there. Benoit yeah. gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what you're describing is golden anal beads. Is what yes, yes, that's what I want. Yes, man yeah. should have. Not yeah, what I want. Just... That's what he should have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I need to clarify just... that is not what, under any circumstances what I want. Yeah. I just really like that there's three like fairly uniform, enormous pieces, and then the one that's like a third of the size, so that he was like clearly thinking about logistics. Like, I know I can get three. Yeah, <laughs> maybe another quarter of a one. <laughs> well, it that's seems... the thing is like, were these melted with the specific purpose of going up someone's ass? Because they're they're very like unformed. It's possible. I, they have to be. I think they probably are. But th- that's the thing is, it looks to me like the three of them, which are very long, and then maybe the fourth <laughs> one was just like leftover. It was like the remainder. Yeah. And it's like and if it you can like... get this one up there, take it. But if not, don't. Also, worry. the one on the Why left is. The one on the left is probably clearly the guide one because it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just shaped like a penis with a, <laughs> a tapered tip. I mean, I, I think, like, why not just, I mean, and there's probably some legal reason or something that I don't know about, but, like, just ha- pay someone less than 18% so you could save somebody. Have them make a bunch of jewelry and just wear mm-hmm. all the jewelry and be like, no, this is just my stuff. I don't, what do you mean? I'm not smuggling anything. You know, it's fine. I'm allowed yeah. to have jewelry. Just, was uh, Mr. T paying 18% every time he went through customs? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't neither, think neither so. You do. But yeah, but I say the thing is like, I I don't know what his brain is going where it's like of these four bullion things on the tray. It's like (laughs) the fourth one looks easy to deal with. So somehow he was like, you know what? They should be really long. (laughs) I think that's going to help if they're crazy long. (laughs) I mean, I guess to get a grip, but just like what about like lining your like a coat or something do we have to do was it, you know what I mean like it seems like there are other options I like, like the you're idea already that melting it, down gold yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that people suggested all of this to him and he was like nope I'm doing the old I'm old school <laughs> nope. yeah. I'm We're doing this the old fashioned way here's an idea. the plan he's like Costanza for some reason <laughs> here's an idea take the exact things you made to shove up your ass drill a hole in each of them and then just put them on a necklace and say this is my big gold necklace and nothing goes up your ass put them <laughs> in the fine. mail like there's a few other options you know um but yeah yeah um, well look, what he's happened a, he's, Did he... he's a libertarian he doesn't want to pay taxes okay <laughs> true. And he, he, he cares about gold he's invested in gold is he in jails <laughs> they also say I mean, uh, the, I'm sorry. The, they describe the New York Post describes it as the officials at the Air Intelligence Unit yes. mined the stash from his butt. <laughs> New York Post, baby, mined his butt. <laughs> um, they don't say what happened to him. I would guess he died of some sort of poisoning. No one's ever heard of. <laughs> R.I.P. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, there's got there's as they say there simply must be a better way. <laughs> well, yeah, just uh, getting getting arrested in black and white, like oh, yeah. like, there's got to be a better way. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. I don't want to kink shame this guy. I mean, this is probably the only way he can feel alive anymore. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, like, this was definitely a, an exhilarating experience, no matter what. He was like, I can do my smuggling. I can do my kegels. I can knock everything out at once. So. 
Bill, tell us about your book. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, I've got a new book uh, out that is called uh, We Promised You a Great Man- Main Event, and it is a, a complete unauthorized history of WWE. Um, my goal in writing the book was to make it uh, accessible for everyone and also rewarding and valuable for like massive fans. So hopefully I've done that. Um, it's an entertaining read, except of course in the places where I talk about horrible crimes and awful things that have happened, where I ease up, ease back on the jokes a bit. Um, but yeah, I wanted to make sure that um, basically anyone who picked it up, who was even the slightest bit curious about wrestling, could be entertained by it, and that um, the diehard wrestling fans in our lives, like Cath, uh, for example. Uh, would find something valuable in it um, and also be entertained and not felt uh, not feel talked down to, perhaps. Um, so that's what I set out to do, and um, the feedback so far is that I may have accomplished that. So I'm, awesome. I'm pretty pleased with it. Uh, it's got amazing all-new artwork by Lauren Moran, um, who, if you've been around uh, pro wrestling artwork at all, you have definitely seen her work, and uh, she did some amazing stuff there. Uh, it's out on Harper. You can buy it uh, through the Harper Collins website. You can buy it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can also order it from your local bookseller. But, uh, yeah, I'm really proud with how it came out, and uh, I hope that you will enjoy it. And uh, if you're not interested in wrestling, you know, still check it out. There's a 40-page preview you can find on Kindle and, and other uh, EPUB uh, offerings. So you might want to take a look and see if it's for you. Um, you I would also recommend it for the wrestling fan in your life. you got the holidays coming up, pick, pick up a copy for them, why don't you? Yeah, for, we'll put a, we'll put a link in the description too. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, even if you're not a wrestling fan, if you just find uh, corruption and scamming interesting, <laughs> like WWE is a wild, a really wild story. So like, yeah, the the opening chapters, I like sort it. of dive into the relationship between the McMahon family and Trump, and why exactly yeah. that relationship is so like you know BFF and diehard and. Uh, they they share a lot of similarities and it's a fascinating family, a fascinating business, and uh, yeah, it was a very very fun to spend a, a year or so of my life to this pursuit. Nice. And, and Bill, you've, if, if you've got you've also got some screenwriting credits out there, right? On uh, <coughs> sort of in the in the depths of I, I remember going through the, like the Amazon. Uh, <laughs> you write you write some some like creature featurey type movies, right? I have you, done give us a couple titles. I have done half a dozen or so movies for Asylum, uh, the company that does uh, the Mockbusters and the um, Sharknado films, uh, oh, if you will. Of Sharknado fame. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did uh, Three Headed Shark Attack, starring Danny Trejo and Rob Van Dam and Karuchi nice. Tran. Um, <laughs> she's the lead, so that should tell you some things about the movie. Um, that was. Are really they? Do awesome. they play the three heads of the shark? <laughs> Sadly, no. That would have been awesome. Which, oh man! Look, I, I hate to, to give you notes. Anything. I hate to John Landis. You're no, Orson I really, Wells I, here, I, but... I honestly, I really like. I'm, I'm really proud of Three Headed Shark Attack. Like the fact that it exists, but I really wish people could have seen like the original draft we turned in for Three Headed Shark <laughs> <Yeah>. Attack. Because <laughs> we were like, we were like, oh, it's like the size of it. Like, because in that in that original draft, like it sinks a cruise ship. And it's like just enormous, <laughs> and they're like the three heads are like a great white head in the middle, and then like a hammerhead head, and then like a saw shark. And so it's like so it has really cool kills. And then Asylum came back, and they're like, 
they're all going to be great white heads. We can't do this. It's got to be it's gotta <laughs> be the size of a normal shark, and they all have to be the same heads. We can't. We're not animating three things. Yeah. Which of the... <laughs> I don't want you to spoil it for anyone who's watching, but which of the heads tells the truth and which of the head tells only lies? And then the third head, I assume, recuses itself. <laughs> it just yes. Remains neutral. <laughs> Um, One of the heads always eats. Um, yeah. We it's it, also in the original draft that we did a stinger where we're like, uh, and then it goes under the water and you see like a five headed shark pop out of a, oh. an egg and they're like, oh. you're not gonna do that. We're not setting anything else up. <laughs> and then and then I, and then like eight months later, they're like, you guys want to write five headed shark attack? And we're like, motherfucker, you. What are you doing? <laughs> oh man! So, we, so I do have story by credit on. Uh, we did the outline for Five Headed Shark Attack, but we didn't have time to write the script because I thought I thought you meant I didn't just... have twelve hours to spare. <laughs> I thought you meant you were you tried to literally add a stinger like a scorpion yes. tail, yes. and they were like, we also can't do that. Oh. <laughs> the next evolution, uh, but we did. I yeah. uh, did a uh, we did Apocalypse Pompeii, starring a guy from the, the Highlander show and uh, Sala from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or Gimli, uh, if you prefer. I was just thinking, uh, has anyone done that? Because that'd be so cool to see like a, a creature feature, but it is also a creature of legend that's like from the Odyssey or something, where it's like Manticore attack. It's like <laughs> yeah, I'm creature sure, feature, I'm sure but Asylum. Like, I'm sure Asylum's yeah. done that. Like they did Lava Rantula. Oh yeah, nice. I didn't have anything to do with that one. Sadly, I, I wanted to do Croctopus. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Manticore or Basilisk would be great. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, we've so we've done a bunch of movies for Asylum. Uh, we did uh, Age of Tomorrow, which no longer makes sense because it didn't make sense at the time. But now that movie is officially known as Live Die Repeat: Edge of Tomorrow. Um, so now oh, it makes yeah. even less sense because they retconned their own title. Wait, they fully uh, changed the title? I thought that was just the tagline. Nah, well, it was. Oh, yeah, and they, they kind of like, switched them for home. When the for movie home, came home out release. in theaters, it was Edge of Tomorrow, and the tagline was Live Die Repeat. And then at some point, they were like. This movie only made three hundred fifty million dollars. It's a flop. That's it's the title that that's the problem. Works. So now, when you buy it on on DVD, it's lived. I repeat. I mean, to to be fair, it's a fantastic movie. It it's really incredible. Does. I love it. Love it. Yeah, it's just Emily Blunt doing like like low planks for like thirty minutes, <laughs> and that was all I needed. I was like, good movie. I like this. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my plug. Is check out Emily Blunt doing low planks. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so search, search for Bill on uh, on Amazon uh, Prime if you have it, I guess, because there's a lot of uh, <clears throat> deep cut asylum flicks on there. They're definitely uh, you know sharks with various uh, heads, I guess. That's, oh yeah, that's... we did uh, the, one of the, the most recent ones I did was Alien Predator, not to be confused with Alien or Predator or Alien no. versus Predator. It's Alien Predator. <laughs> He's an Alien Predator. Yeah, hell yeah. Praise on aliens. But the true predator is man. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. true. Well, that's as always. True. <laughs> of course. Um, awesome. Okay. Uh our our plugs, as always, patreon.com slash what a time pod. Uh we got a lot of bonus episodes. We got live show video. We got a roadhouse commentary track. And uh we got some goals coming up. Um at eleven hundred. Uh we are going to uh, <clears throat> Eli is going to do a uh an art show with some of his uh, fantasy art from uh, his younger years. Yeah, you'll get to see uh, the the drawings I did when I was twelve to thirteen to fourteen. When I got <laughs> home, Bill when I got write, home from the hobby shop, and then Bill will write <laughs> asylum movies about all of them. Yeah, all they're, of the yeah. they're all called. Uh, yeah, check out the Dragons with Abs series one through twelve. That's uh, <laughs> going to be pretty pretty tight, pretty sick. Hell yeah! Um, and then uh, uh, at twelve hundred, we're going to do the Death Nut Challenge. 
where we'll eat a increasingly spicier series of nuts. And uh, at uh, 2000, we're going to do the NFL combine. So that's what's coming up. So feel free to uh, mm-hmm. sign up to get all that bonus content and also to uh, participate in our humiliation uh, mandated by ourselves, I guess. Um, T public uh, is in link in the description. Um, as Eli mentioned before, we got a couple new shirts, uh, one of which was uh, designed by uh, listener Jackpedia, the Cthulhu shirt, um, and then we also have the Yas Bean shirt, both of which are based on Josh Gondelman show riffs. Um, there's a sale going on as we record this, but I don't believe there will be one then, but there will be one soon. Um, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes, tell your friends, all that kind of stuff. Um, the Discord link in the description. You can access to the private channels if... Um, you subscribe at the $10 level. Otherwise, um, there's a bunch of stuff in there, a bunch of different channels, a lot of good folks. Um, what a time pod on Twitter and Instagram, what a time podcast at gmail.com. I don't have anything to pr- uh, promote. I'm Patty Mo on the stuff. I have another podcast called lie, cheat and steal. Um, we release one free episode a month and two Patreon only bonus episodes a month. We're pretty close to our goal. When we get to $1,000 in Patreon contributions, we're going to go weekly. So it'll be an extra free episode every month. Um, Our most recent free episode is a really great one. It's uh, Pat, my co-host, talking about his several years managing pawn shops in Central Texas and all of the like weird scams and uh, characters he met doing that and a lot of interesting information about how pawn shops work, how they scam you, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm also working right now on an episode for the Patreon feed about Dan Bilzerian that I'm really excited about. So definitely subscribe to that if that sounds interesting to you. Patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. And that's all I have to plug. Uh, very ill-timed needed to burp. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> but I do have to plug. <laughs> um, you can check out thing, uh, my Twitter. is just my name, Eli Uden. My Instagram is Chili's Restaurants. Um, you can check out... I just started a Substack that you can subscribe to at EliUden.Substack.com where it's just... It's like the funny pages, but it's just me. Um, where you get you can get a daily cartoon Monday through Friday uh, emailed to you. You can check me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pig underscore dog. Just regular Twitch stuff. I also have been doing a show with friends of mine, the ones I mentioned before, um, the Minecraft the Minecraft guy and others, um, <laughs> called TVND. That's on twitch.tv slash TV and the word end D. Um, it's also, there. we're putting them up on YouTube after the air. But you can watch some live Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And it is, we just do old school D&D dungeon crawling as the cast of different TV shows. Right now we're in a mini campaign. Where, uh, the, this Thursday will be the third episode of us playing King of the Hill characters dungeon crawling. Uh, I am Hank Hill as a human pyromancer with Bobby as my familiar that's flying around. And it's, uh, it's been very fun to do. So check that out if that sounds fun. I think that's well, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for coming, Bill. Thanks for having me. Have fun, everybody. <laughs> Getting spooky with it. Getting spooky with it. Getting spooky with it. Getting spooky with it. Getting spooky with it.